on this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. It's Hacker Metal Exploit. And the return of the Red Dirt Bandit. Let's do this. Welcome to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. I'm Diana. I'm Liz. And we're going to talk season seven, episode 20, The Girl with the Dungeons and Dragons. Tattoo. Oh, is that what it, my, my, did you, did you know they, it was too long? Yeah, no, it's tattoo. <laughs> the whole, the whole title is a girl, with the Dun- Dungeons and Dragons tattoo. And it is a very long title. It is a long title. I'm telling you, my Netflix just did not talk to an ellipsis at the end. I was like, oh, okay. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was more. Yeah. Oops. Oopsies. Oh. It's funnier with the te- Dungeons and Dragons. It is. Tattoo. I mean, I got what the, I knew what their yeah. reference was still, but yeah, it makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. <laughs> well, that's how this week's going to go. Yep, yep. All right. Um, <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, you know, just, you know, I was like, what is the TMI for the podcast of, you know, where things have been going in my body, but I've had cameras in, in many places of, of late. Fun. It is. It's always, it's always fun to see your insides. I can confirm there are no aliens in my uterus. Like, well, I don't know. There was like one point where she lit things up and she was like, those are the veins. And I was like, are they, are those the aliens? Like, I think we know, like, then they're just hiding behind the ovary to wait for once a month to come out and start punching me from the inside. You know, like the aliens in in your uterus do. Um, uh, there's like, oh my God. So I watched, have you seen um, on Max, The Garden? No. So apparently there is a reality show. At first I thought it was a documentary, but then I realized it was a reality show. Like, so I kind of got, I got caught in a reality show that I thought was a documentary. Uh-oh. And oh, no. it's about, well, it's about these people who have a, a community called The Garden, right? And it's basically an off the grid community uh, where everybody has to like build everything. Like there's basically people living off the grid, right? And some of them are anarchos, some of them are hippies, some of them are just like rude preppers and stuff. But apparently during the apocalypse, they put out things on TikTok that were saying like, oh, if you want to come join the garden, like you can come. And they were vetting people, but they had a film crew there like filming these people who are coming to try and join this commune. And of course, there's all sorts of internal drama and they're just like the weirdest, like, I don't know. They're the people who are living on a commune. And the whole like point of like the six episodes is, are they a commune or are they a cult? If they are, they a cult. That was my first question. And, is it a cult? And that's it's like the running thing. Like people have like through every episode. It's like, so what do you think? Are they a cult? Are we a cult? I don't know. And I kind of feel like if you had to ask, "Am I a cult?" Then you're not a cult. Yeah, if you're unsure about your own organization, I don't know. Because I feel like if you're in a cult, you wouldn't even ask. You'd just be like, "What? No, of course not. These are my bitches. Like, I would never be in a cult." I don't know. But if you yeah. leave, I'm going to kill you. You know, like, and it seems and, like, like. And I get to keep all your well, money. And they were voting people off, right? And I'm like, no, cults don't vote people off. Cults, like, won't let you leave. That's the point of a cult. They have to siphon I think all they your vote people off if they're like fucking up the vibe of the cult, though, right? Well, and that was kind of the thing. But they were like, oh, I don't know. There was like. There was a lot well, of that's more reality there was show. A, like you get voted off the island. Very much. Kind of they were shit, just right? like, but like, there was like a lot of conflict mediation, and it was, yeah. So I, I highly recommend watching it just because maybe you can figure out is it a documentary or is it a reality show, and I still don't know. <laughs> the answer is yes. Sounds like the answer is yes. And I kind of want to go. I, I don't want to hang out there. I really don't. I just want to sit outside and like watch it with popcorn, which probably means a reality show. I want to sit outside and watch these people with popcorn. That's not a documentary. Damn it. Damn it. I watched the reality show. I guess that's what I did. What about you? Uh, 
Uh, I had a cold, so I've been doing nothing. Mm. I got my Christmas decorations up on the house, and um, what else? I don't know. I guess that's all I've been up to since I've been down with the oh, sickness. No. Down with the sickness. Dear, dear. Okay, um, we're not. No. We're just letting Sorry. that go. No, it's, I'm just, oh, just got yeah. the cold that everybody's got going around. So you went out though. People don't need to know every time I like go outside of my house. I I almost went to the Dallas show. That's why I thought. No, we went and saw the Jorahs played Dallas, not Dallas, played Austin. And it was happy birthday, Kelly. It was my friend's birthday. And so drove up and hung out with my friends. And that was nice. And it was good to, you know, I missed Austin. But also then I, you know, had to come home. All right, so one thing, uh, just you, know, uh, Mark Shepard just uh, had yes. like some massive heart attack things happening. Yeah, I saw that. But thankfully, it sounds like he's on the mend and pulling through. Yep. Please don't, don't die, sir. I need you to berate me in a way that makes that that I like. So, anyway, so uh, yeah, just here's you hoping that you know, wishing him all the the best thoughts and stuff. But but what. Yes. We'll rub, I'll rub the Recovery. I'll rub the possum that that you didn't like, sir. And okay, he hates possums. He does hate possums. He would not be happy like that woman who found the possum in her Christmas tree. Lucky bitch. I know. It's a cute possum. Or too. there's a new video where it's a possum sliding down the the railing for the the rail in your garage for your garage door. It's sliding down that for the for the cat watching. It's pretty epic. I'll find it and share it with you. Yeah, I sound. People put stripper music to it as this possum slides down because. Of course, of course they, did. they did. So speaking of strippers, no, no, that's not a good transition. Uh, <laughs> so the girl it, with the Dungeon and Dragons tattoo. Tattoo. So yeah. obviously this is a play on the film slash book, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, uh, Larson's book that also featured a female hacker uh, mm-hmm. and is also Dungeons and Dragons, if you did not know, is something that many families blamed murder and other things on for a very long time. But really, it's just guys and girls sitting around tables being dorks. Um, so. Correct. And this first aired April 27th. 2012 it was directed by john mccarthy and he is was the i would say we're gonna say the first assistant director but i don't mean like he was the first assistant director he was the first assistant director yeah uh on the show it's all part of one it's not it's not a it's not a time it's not a time or chronological there's like a second yeah there's a second assistant director but basically like so he was the assistant director on the odd number episodes and kevin park was the assistant director on the even one so there was the first and the second but he also worked at jensen on dark angel and so he would became the second crew person to do uh to direct an episode which is pretty cool also of note he was the first assistant director for the second unit for snakes on a plane which you know i think is a pretty good thing and lately he seems to have turned to producing and doing a lot of the particular christmas tv movie things that i'm glad are keeping everybody employed and this was written by Robbie Thompson, and he is currently under currently writing the script for an untitled Universal Monsters movie that is under wraps. You don't know what it is, so fingers crossed it's a good one. And also an untitled Michael Bay underwater adventure project, which I think is probably what Transformers underwater, probably right? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's like, attracts attracts Why right. Not? So. Uh, that's our, our background on this. And so we go into our, our recap and it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I remember they can see Bobby now. Yeah. It's basically all about Bobby and Bobby's ghost and Bobby's Reaper and Bobby's ghost. And there. Yeah. Ta-da. So maybe this episode and a little bit about gonna... and a tiny and a little and a little homage to Frank. Yeah. A little bit about Frank. You know, we, we never have enough Frank, but maybe it's a hint that this, what about Bobby? Like this is what probably maybe this episode may have some things about maybe so we kick off with a in a cabin and we've got sam and uh dean there and sam's on the phone but they're researching where the the dicks dig sites <laughs> oh my god yeah i've got lots of dick funny. jokes in, the, in this they just write themselves i think yeah so there's nothing they in do. dick's dig, dig sites no so dean drinks from his flask holy fucking shit this is a lot of alliteration. Um, and 
<laughs> and uh and we see the lights flicker and guess who's there it's bobby but they, but pull, they pull guns, guns on it yeah they're just like they get spooked and so they pull guns okay yeah it, it, it tracks all right but he disappears real fast but then he comes back because but he basically he's been worn out he's been taking a ghost nap uh, because he was real tired from all his action in the last episode. I take lots of ghost naps. But he's finally able to, he's like, look, dudes, I've been trying to tell you this all season, what these numbers fucking right. mean. They're like, we already know. It's location. So he's like, no. Yeah. He's like, but- yeah, we know that part, <laughs> but here's what it really fucking means. And basically, they are breaking ground in April on a biotech lab that is going, that he calls it Soylent Green, that there is a slaughterhouse and we are the beef. They're dumbing us down with the turduckens. They bought more Biggersons and they're going to cure us of but cancer, it, AIDS, heart disease, everything else. But it's not and just then, Biggersons. So they bought, no, they more, bought, they bought more than Biggersons, I think is the point. Yeah. So, and we like know then so like they've basically wrapped up the mystery of what the Leviathans are going to do in one minute mm-hmm. that we have yeah. that we have spent all We're season dragging on is yep, 20 episodes that yep. was just done in a minute <laughs> just this one minute of yeah so we we flashback we've got so we know bigger since the turducken experiment and now they've got more restaurants so they're going to serve the the blue goo to everybody at all these restaurants Oh, we, and we I ran think, across. I, well, not just restaurants. Like it's going to be like they're in. They're like Cisco, right? They're in like yeah, in all the secret court. Like is something that's in everything, Ugh. right? And so yeah. that is the ingredient that it's just going to be. You're not going to. It's like corn syrup, right? You're not going to be able to. Yeah. You're going to try and be like, oh no, I don't want the corn I'm syrup. But you inevitably eat the corn syrup every day because it's in fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then this, we got the this tie-in of the real is brought estate. to you by corn syrup. well we will definitely not be getting many food sponsors um so the uh and then the other thing the real estate time when they were in colorado and we met our favorite real estate assistant uh they were that was all about buying real estate for curing things and so yeah leviathan's going to cure like make people real fucking dumb take away all of their super scary diseases like cancer and aids and heart disease because you then don't want to eat to... something that's filled with cancer. I mean, it's just, you know. It's reasonable. Very reasonable. And then they're going to walk them down to the slaughterhouse and eat them. Yep. Or maybe not even a slaughterhouse. I mean, maybe just next door. We don't know. But basically, it's Soylent Green. Holy shit. So we're going to be a herd. Yeah. We, they're engineering a herd instead of hunting. And I thought that was an interesting way to take on it. But anyways. And I do like, though, we get a new nickname for Leviathans because Leviathans are really long to say, and Bobby calls them Levi's. Yep. And then I just started typing Levi's through the rest of this because it was just easier than typing Leviathan. Yeah, it is. I was like, yes, I got one. Here we go. So there we go. And then we cut over to the a very uh, hacker chick. Hacker keyword, hacker keyword. And, and you get it, some matrix letters and no, I'm just kidding. It doesn't go quite that far. It's almost, just, almost, almost. It's close. And code on the screen. And then we cut back. Sam getting an email. And it says it's from Frank. Is he Frank's alive? Back. No, no, he's not. Mm-hmm. No, it says if you get this, I'm dead or worse. Oh, great. Are you getting this email? Because someone's trying to hack my hard drive. And it has compromising info about you, where you are, your aliases, and where the fuck baby is. Oh, why? Shit. Why? Why would you put that on a hard drive, Frank? Like, what? Why? But here's a handy dandy link to an F uh, to an FTP site via G- and a v- GPS tracker to get your hard drive back. Good luck. You just said words that don't really make sense together, but okay, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> That's how it said it on the screen. There you go. There you go. Okay. So we know, like, I, I also just said it has an air tag. So thankfully, this, 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 this hard drive has an air tag. And, and where does it go? It goes to Richard Roman headquarters. Mm-hmm. Right outside of Chicago. And we start getting our super nerd references. We get a Death Star reference. I don't mean that in a mean way for the record. No, it's just a very nerdy episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we do our time jump to five hours earlier at Richard Roman Enterprises HQ. And we see uh, a redhead female uh, jumping off of her scooter in her Princess Leia t-shirt, wearing headphones, bopping along to Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Yes, which as Supernatural would you pointed out, this is also how American Psycho you know, is as well. So you also have that parallel going to it. I thought that was interesting. That is a fun one. And who is this red chick? Well, she scans her ID going into the building and it says her name is Charlene Bradbury. Hello, bitches. And, and she goes full dance party in the elevator, which I truly appreciated. After she checked to make sure that nobody could see her. And so, which is what you do. And then as soon as the elevator stops, she is just cool, Back calm, to- and collected. And walks through yeah. a cubicle, which is also covered in nerd shit. Yes. We've got comic book figurines, plus, including from Wonder Woman, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, all the things, plus Hermione. Yes, yes. The ever important Hermione. And she immediately sits down and goes to a website for a uh, political pack, U.S. conservatives, and... Does a lot of clicky clicky typing, and then uh, that's how you have. And then, yeah, <laughs> all those noises, and is redirecting their donated funds to other causes, to animal lovers and lovers of the planet. So that's hilarious. And then her QB me is just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> And he's like, please don't do illegal shit at work. I hate it when you do that. But tell me about your hookup last night at the Reproductive Rights Charity event. So they are painting a picture of this character. Uh, And um, anyways, she's not worried about Pete, her boss, at all. She's like, eh, he's a teddy bear. And we've learned that she goes by Charlie, not Charlene. And she's like, by the way, I can cover my tracks anyways. But of course, then as... TV does, she gets called to the boss's office. Oh no, an inside is dick. Yeah. Any monologues to her. Pete and, and Dick's there ready to intro himself and monologue away about how important he is. Yep, so. as most most got yeah, most executive dudes like that will like to do. They talk about themselves to you over and over but a good thing is though that she's not there about hacking those stupid super packs because that was adorable and it was and uh but he asks how a high school dropout has such a bright has one of the brightest minds in the company and she just says like oh i've got trouble with authority and if i have trouble with authority i want to be myself i just have to be indispensable yeah, okay. no, it's, you know, you can do whatever you want as long as they can't get rid of you. And, mm-hmm. but this like thing about like what makes her special, we start seeing is something that really just like gets Dick's goat. And he just wants to know, what is that spark inside of you? I don't get it. You can't copy it. Ugh. And ugh, you're kind of completing me right now, Charlie. Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. Anyway, so he's like, BT-dub, so because you've got that special spark that I don't understand at all, I'm going to give you this hard drive that's supposed to be impossible to crack. You've got three days to crack it or you're fired. Never trust him. He's got info that could bring down the company. Bye. Yep. Yep. He He was only there because he wanted something. And now she's also upset because that means she's being watched. Mm-hmm. So she's annoyed because she's got the eye of Sauron on her. Either way, we've got, uh, she plugs in the hard drive and she thinks she invokes Hermione and she does a lot of her click, clicky, clicky, typing, clicky, clicky, typing, clicky, clicky. And then she, uh, I guess it's a war games reference. Yeah, no, it totally goes all war games and she gets very excited and she's like, all right, let's play a game, bitches. And so then he's, you know, nice try, zero charisma ends up coming on, which is, so zero charisma is, you know, charisma is a Dungeon Dragons reference, because when you lose all your charisma points, it means you die. And then also zero charm was in sneakers. So probably uh, both of those references. Both. Nice. Well, she was all, at first she thought she was all 
smooth and she's like it's hardly a chamber of secrets yes. so but either way so That's we cut back to sam so we cut back to the cabin all right back in the cabin sam dean and bobby dean's like well fuck it we need to go get that thing now bobby's like that's a bad idea they know your faces and bobby's like you should mail the flask in and i'll go get it out it's not a bad plan (laughs) just like if you can't get in just send the ghost in like it's kind of funny yeah i was like okay but sam and dean are like i don't know about that because apparently they're afraid if bobby comes face to face with dick roman He'll go full on vengeful spirit. Hmm. So, either way, we cut back to Charlie, uh, passed out at her desk. She never left the office. It's the next morning. And uh, her cube neighbor offers to get her coffee with crack in it, like you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's running code in the background and suddenly access granted. She has decrypted the drive. Oh, yeah. And she is in. Mm-hmm. And there are folders on the desktop like March of Dimes, Clones, Known Facts, Monsters, and Richard Roman Enterprises. <laughs> I'm very sad that she did not open up the other ones. And so I am too. I want to know what's in those other folders. I do too. And she's all like, who is this D-bag? And tries to talk herself out of opening a file because really she's not supposed to. She's supposed to fucking... Uh, crack the hard drive and hand it back. That's it. And she, but she can't bring herself to not look. Because Hermione tells her to open it because Hermione is a bad influence. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she opens the the, uh, uh, Richard Roman Enterprises file and it's all of a sudden a bunch of files open from the folder, which is not how folders work, but okay. And they're all popping up she, and they're she flying can, across you can, the screen. You can make them open up like that. Well, it's still like, they're like flying and like highlighting and doing a thing. It's a thing. I don't know. It doesn't make it very easy to read. But either way. <laughs> he's, there's pictures of the land. There's pictures and drawings of Leviathans. There's info on Leviathans. There's news clips. There's uh, notes that, that uh, Frank made all popping up. And she starts reading Frank Frank's notes about Leviathans. And we hear it in Frank's voice, which is kind of cool. That's, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. And he reads it to the viewers. And basically that Leviathans are old as time. Talks about how borax will hurt them. They have huge teeth. Um, and that they can shapeshift. And Dick Roman runs the show. And they bleed black goo. Uh, and says something. then it goes, don't turn your back. Get out of the building. Get out of the country. So that's kind of freaky. Yeah, but she like, did. If you, read, if you read that, you'd just be like, what the fuck? Which is or what she does. Like, She's like, she does something that's real, right? It was, what was that a thing that also had monsters and apparently a March of Dimes conspiracy? Now I want to know what the March of Dimes conspiracy was. Like, I mean, I know there's got to be something, but. I don't know. Either so way, I would exits. probably be with her and just be like, okay, I don't think it's real, but I got to go find my boss because like, I did just, you know, decrypt this thing. So, And she finds her little buddy mm-hmm. and there. she's like, yeah, I just spent 24 hours hacking into a loony bin. So either way, she's like, well, you're, I got to go find my boss to hand this over. Apparently he's down in the parking garage having a smoke. So we cut to Pete, go into his little car to get his cigarettes in their soft pack out soft packs are so annoying anyways uh and he gets approached by dick and one of dick's henchmen and they're like hey what's up with the drive uh i need a watchful eye on that and we get a mini monologue from dick i guess bruce springsteen eli man they're irreplaceable you're more of a tim tebow joe biden type no spark yeah. <laughs> so Tim Tebow and Joe Biden have no spark and Daryl's gonna Ooh. eat him it's not yeah. Pete's day no it's not Pete's day and before he eats him he turns into Pete so uh, so he gets eaten guess, by himself which is also just you know distressful it is it is upsetting but Charlie was watching all of this because she had gone down to find Pete to tell him that she had found the or got cracked the, the hard drive yep so now she is freaked out. Yeet. Reasonable. <laughs> what Yeet. you do? Yeet. Yeet. 
So we cut to Charlie packing at home and Pete calls and she says, oh, I'm not feeling well. Oh, it's a lady thing. Like you do. Yep. Men don't question it's the lady co- thing. Yep. Nope. Never question it. And uh, she notices, she gets off the phone with him and notices that her Darth Vader bobblehead is bobbing. <gasps> it's a sign. Somebody's there. Oh, no. It's Dean and Sam. Oh, shit. And she's mad. She calls them shapeshifters and wants to know who they are. And she grabs a sword and tries to hit them, but it breaks. Because it's, it's a and cosplay sword. <laughs> it is a cosplay sword. So Dean uses Borax to prove that they're not Levi's. Levi's. And look, man, I, I get that you got to prove that, like, you're not real. But it's also not a good idea to pour Borax on yourself. Like, just... You probably, I mean, you can. You it's caustic. Like, right it's away, right? very yeah. caustic. And, like, even though it used, to be in, it used to be in face powders. Like, because, of course, like, you know, women and the, the it, you know, things are going to kill us. But, um, yeah, you're you really, like, it's... it's No, don't, don't, please don't pour Borax on your skin. And if you do immediately wash it off and Maybe like I don't know, call a the the what's the did this poison, poison control? control? Is that still a thing? Poison control. It is. Okay. Remember yes. Mr. Yuck? No. The Mr. Yuck sticker that had the poison control <laughs> phone number on it that used to be um so back when people had landlines, it was one of the stickers that you would have like and it was, he was called Mr. Yuck, and that way you know like if somebody ate something yucky, you called the poison control. No, oh, I didn't know Mr. Yuck. I didn't know about poison control. <laughs> anyway, so no one's no one's a Levi. No one's a Levi. And then we get a commercial break. But and is it? My, and my comment was like, Merca ad. That's what I wrote. Because <laughs> it's like, the plains, the cities, the Statue of Liberty, the skyline, the people working in the cities. And then you start seeing a whole lot of fucking corn. Corn. A lot of corn. A lot of corn. And uh, people eating corn. People, Growing corn. Yeah. It's very corny. <laughs> I had to do it. I will say Anyways, that so- like, it, there was enough flags in America stuff. I did it, it almost looked like a truck commercial. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't sure what was happening for it. I'm like, this is Netflix. What the fuck is going on? What's going on? I didn't pay for it. I don't, I pay not to have ads. Exactly. Exactly. This is a fucking Hulu. Anyways, um, which I know you can pay for without ads on Hulu. I don't. So anyway, so it's Sucre Corp. Hmm. Okay. Sounds very like a lot like what is it high fruit high fructose corn syrup? Is what yeah, again, yeah, it's all about it's all about the high fructose corn syrup. So, and we find out that they found Charlie because the hard drive also when she like hacked into it, it also like hacked her webcam. Yeah, so they could see her, but she's like, "You guys are monster hunters, so there are other monsters," which I was amused by. Yeah. I was like, oh. but. Uh, but she doesn't really want the answer to that. So either way, she thinks it's creepy, but she was impressed by Frank's webcam access. Um, and she just wants to know if it was all true that everything she read on the hard drive and Dean confirms it. And she, and then Sam really wants to know the meat of this. How long did it take you to crack that hard drive? Cause Frank had told them it would take a team days. Right. And she's like, Oh, a day or so by herself. So, so we know that she's a bad bitch. She is a bad bitch and, you know, has pretty good hardware at the desk in her office and did not look, whatever. Anyway, so she's mm-hmm. a bad bitch. Yeah. And they're like, well, uh, how do you, can you get into Dick's email? And she's like, uh, well, he's, you know, he's, if he's the leader of all this and we need to figure out the end game of all this. So she's like, yeah, let's let's figure out if we can figure out why he's doing all these archaeological digs. And ends up Dick's email is not on the company server, so she can't just hack into it from wherever. Yeah, so somehow the access denied that she got when she was trying to get into his mailbox showed that she was in the wrong server and that it was on a private server, but that, you know, because she's a master hacker. So we're going to talk about some master hackers. Oh, Master Hackers lore. Lore or Laura's quiz and god damn it, how did I just messed up all my windows? Hope Spotify doesn't start playing. Okay. So we're called this game we're gonna call it Hacker Metal Exploit. And if you know why that's funny, you know, and if you don't, you don't. Okay. So in this game, Diana, 
I've got a lot of them because a lot of them are really good. We're, we're going to go fast. So you're going to have to figure out if the name is either the name of a hacker crew. Um, and these, these were hacker crew names that were compiled by the online magazine Frack in 1988. And I got this yeah. from the Hacker Crackdown by Bruce Sterling. Or is, so is it a hacker crew? Is it the name of a metal band listed in Metal Archive? Or is it the title from uh, the, one of the 35 best exploitation films of all time on Ranker? So is it a hacker? Is it a metal or is it an exploit? And so the exploitation film. So like a B movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You got it? Okay. Right, here we go. Your first and one. And these are all, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go. What, you have a question? It. Yeah. Now I'm ready. All right. Your first sure. one. Catholics Anonymous. Hacker crew, metal, or exploit? Exploit. That was a hacker crew. All right. Next one. Ice Pirates. Oh, metal band? No, that is actually a hacker crew. Although technically Ice Pirates could be, I think, possibly counted as an exploitation film. I don't know if I would say there is an Ice Pirates movie. I think it kind of maybe of all that genre. All right. Next. Vengeance Inc. Hacker crew. That is a metal band from Brandon, Florida, who went by the name Vengeance until late 1987 when they had to change their name before recording Malicious Intent due to a clash with a Dutch Vengeance band of the same name. Number four, High Society. Exploitation film. Hacker crew. Damn it. The Devil's Rejects. Well, that is a movie, but I don't think it's an exploitation film. Yes, it's film. an exploitation film. Definitely okay. is, yeah. Well, that's a movie. Yes, it is. But it's also a thrash and, <laughs> thrash and death metal band from awesome, because of course it is. Of course it is. Right, number six, The Punk Mafia. Hacker Crew. Yeah. Shadow Brotherhood. Hacker Crew. Badass Motherfuckers. That's a hacker crew. It is a hacker crew. A Band of Orcs. That might be a metal band or a hacker crew or both. It is just a metal band. Uh, there okay. may be a hacker crew. I, not, at least they're not in 1988, right? So, okay. yeah. all right. Um, Order of the Rose. Metal band? Hacker crew. Really? Secret Circle of Pirates. Hacker crew. That's a hacker crew. Unholy Rollers. Metal band. That is an exploitation film, which, is, according to uh, the ranker list, is a prime example of the popular roller der derby subgenre. 1972's Unholy Roller, starring Claudia Jennings as a young woman, determined to rise to the ranks of the ruthless and competitive, competitive sport. With its raucous portrayal of life in the fast lane and unabashed sexuality, the film shatters expectations and challenges social conventions. And I'm sure it does. I, I, I was sure you had seen this. Okay. All I right. know. I knew better. I know that one. All right. Dead Man's oh, Hand. Oh, that could be any of those or all of them. Oh, we'll go with Exploitation Film. It is a metal band. They are Norwegian and they're from Oslo. Because, of course, they are. Modus Operandi. Hacker Crew. Exploitation Film. It is a 2009 Neil Grindhouse homage directed by Frankie Latina and does have Danny Trejo in it. Oh. All right. Last, we're going to give me two more. All right. Anarchy Inc. Hacker Crew. It is a hacker crew. And your last one, Cult of the Dead Cow. Oh, that's a hacker crew. It is a hacker crew. I know that one. Yeah. That one. So anyways, that huh. was Hacker Metal Exploit. Huh. Isn't that a fun, a fun, a fun, fun. A, a fun diversion? I could do that oh, all day. And... Wow, they are they're such good names. Such good names. They're ridiculous. Yep, yep. All right, so we go back to Charlie discussing about where she's finally given the realization that I have probably seen too much to live. Yeah, so I probably should help these guys because if I help them, at least maybe they'll save my ass because Dick's going to kill me. And she should and have taken so, that job at Google. She should have taken that job at Google. And Sam's being all nice, like, I know you didn't volunteer for this. You and she's like, I know, but now I do. I'm going to go back in. I'm going to wipe Frank's drive. And while I'm there, I might as well break into Dick's office, too. Charlie is processing and figuring out that she knows too much. 
she gonna die. So she might as well put her stock in with these two dudes that are monster hunters because maybe they'll at least save her ass. These two random strangers who just showed up at my house. Cool. They seem fine. They're hot. They're whatever. Why not? (laughs) Sure. So uh, she's like... She's like, I could delete the drive and just go back to my old life, but not so much. So she wishes she had taken the job at Google. But Sam's like, it's okay. You didn't volunteer for this. She's like, no, but now I do volunteer. I, You know, I got to go back in there. I got to wipe Frank's drive and I might as well break into Dick's office while I'm there. Because, you know, these things are, you know, these things are going to eat everyone I know. What kind of douchebag stands by for that? Yep. So in other words, she's awesome. But she's going to need help breaking in. Mm-hmm. So she's going to work on a plan. All right. Bobby's in there watching, too, by the way. So nighttime at the office, at the office building, we've got Chai City electrical van parked outside, which we know is the super secret Sam and Dean van for surveillance. It is. It's a surveillance van. I'm so jealous. All I want is surveillance and, van. And uh, they've got pre-recorded loops for the security cameras. She'll have 15 minutes and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And then they see her going in. They're watching. No, no. And she's well, standing that, well, outside. Well, the 15 minutes thing is she says that if she can't hack his desktop in 15 minutes, she deserves to be eaten. And this was 2010 desktop. So, yes, Charlie, you would have deserved to be eaten if you couldn't hack into that. So. Well. Uh, so she's standing out front, kind of pacing though, and real obvious. This is kind of a weird scene. I'm like, taking her a long time to go in the building, a building she works in. This would look super sus. But you know, she can pretend to be talking on the phone because you know it's. I guess we have the headphone now, and so that is an obvious way to say, "I don't know why I'm standing here." Yeah, but she's also surprise, surprise has Bobby's flask in her bag. That was not part of the plan. But, oh, well, so she noticed they point out the flask to her and she says, thanks, and takes a swig because she thinks it's a gift. And Dean's like, well, it's an heirloom slash a good luck charm. So please don't lose that. Uh, so she's like just totally freezing up, though. And Sam has to come in and be the calm, collected character that he can be. Or it's basically like he, you know, she is an agent and... It- well, he, yeah, he's her asset, right? So he's trying to yeah. talk his asset through what she has to do. And he leans into things that she knows and loves. And he asks who her favorite Harry Potter character is. Duh. It's Hermione. And uh, he said, well, did Hermione run when Sirius Black was in trouble? Or when Voldemort attacked Hogwarts? What did she do? Charlie responds, she kicked ass. She actually saves Harry in practically every book and then ends up in the wrong... Anyway, so... Ends up with the wrong guy. So there is very much an idea that she does not think that Hermione Granger should have ended up with Ron Weasley, which I think is a hot take. So then they Mm. ask her what she's going to do, and she says she's going to kick it in the ass, which is a tribute to Kim Manners. So, yay, it was nice. She's Hermione hyped is what I called it. And, uh, of course, Dean calls, calls Sam a Dumbledork. I love a Dumbledork. No, but Dean knew to make the joke, so obviously he's not oblivious to all of this. Uh, so Charlie goes in. She does her whole past the security elevator. Doesn't do a dance party this time, though. And she gets to her regular floor, but that's when they do the camera switcheroo. She gets back on. gives a fake mag strip. And we've got uh, her going up to the floor that Dick's office is on. And she's not alone. Bobby is Mm-mm. with her. There's a security guard. Oh, yeah, Bobby's with her. And there's a security guard. And there's too. a security guard. So, And Dean tells her that she's just going to have to flirt away. That's, that's how she's going to have to get by. And she's like, wait, I can't do that. And he's like, of course you can. She, she's like, he's not my type, as in he's not a girl. Oh. Duh, duh. Did you not see, you know, the the 
the what the fuck is that elf's name thing on her her laptop so very hot elf and i can't remember her name aragwin araga well it's it's mila jovanovich or whatever not not in her what whoever what uh damn it now i'm spiraling Richard, no, damn it! Lord of the Rings. No, what's Lord of the Rings? With the person, she, she, she is the daughter of the guy from Aerosmith. <laughs> Liv Tyler. It's oh, Liv, Liv Tyler. Tyler. God damn it. Okay. So it's a very hot Liv Tyler. Anyways. That's true. So Dean's advice is just to pretend she has boobs. Or to pretend he has boobs. Doesn't work that way, but cool story. Uh, and then his next suggestion is to show a tattoo. Tattoos are always sexy. All tattoos are sexy. All tattoos are sexy. Noted. All tattoos are sexy. What, what tattoo does Charlie have? She has a princess Leia in a sleeve bikini straddling a 20-side dice. I don't think... I don't know about that one. Because it was Comic-Con Comic and she was drunk. Yeah. Tracks. So, Dean says, fuck it. I'm going to walk you through this. Smile, relax, and imagine Scarlett Johansson waiting for you. Yeah, but then I always picture her with with John, with her with her husband. So anyway, so this is a very classic like Cyrano, right? And it's a very well done Cyrano thing that Dean does. Yeah, yeah. She's she goes up and Dean's just coaching her in her Bluetooth in her ear about asking Bill. I think his name is the security guard about his has he been going to the gym? And he should take her out for a drink and then. Oh my gosh. And she starts repeating things that she shouldn't because she's repeating everything that she's hearing, which is not quite what she's supposed to do. But she manages to ask to use the executive washroom because the ladies' room on her floor is nasty. And it's probably not a lie. Um, most ladies' bathrooms are gross because bitches are nasty. Yeah. So he agrees to let her do it. And she smiles and, as he, and walks away and, and he checks his breath. We get a split screen for a second. It's kind of a cool thing. They just do it this one time. I kind of wish they had done it longer in this episode, actually. They do it right here where it's just Sam and Dean in the in the van watching her on the left and Charlie going into Dick's office on the right. I'm not saying this would have been effective for this entire scene, but it would have been a cool effect to carry a little longer than they did. Yeah. That's my hot take. Uh, but it is. I liked it. When it popped up, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I just wish they had carried yeah. to continue. Well, it's also just reiterating that this is, a, we are basically in a heist, right? We are in a heist movie mm -hmm. now. <clears throat> I think that's why I liked it so much. And that just feels very heisty yeah. when they use that effect. I don't know. So that's why I liked it so much. It's not a strong critique. It's just an observation. Um, so she gets to the computer. Well, she puts on gloves she's... first. So she's not going to leave any fingerprints. She puts on her hacking yeah, gloves. And hacker gloves. And so she can't go. No, she can just go blah, blah, blah. Her fingers like can't tight the T-words right because she's got fucking gloves on. But she's able to hack his password real fast. Well, so basically she like she puts it. a USB in and then she just basically is running a standard like password cracker on it. And his password yeah. though is, what is it? It is winning. Winning. With two ones. Which is, you know, because also for those of you who may not have been alive, go look at the dark side of the 2000s that has the episode on Charlie Sheen. And then you'll understand why she said, Ew. Yeah, fail. Uh, and so um, Bill, the security guard, though, is getting a little suspicious because she's been gone to go to the bathroom for a while. And uh, we see Sam and we've got sam in the in the van and damn that hot girl shitty a long time <laughs> oh my gosh and bobby decides he's gonna yoda this and closes and locks dick's office locks from the inside so um and so charlie kind of jumps that catches her attention she's got files downloading she's, it's happening it's just not done and so good old Bill unlocks the door and is looking around and he sees her bag on Dick's desk. And he is like, duh, fuck. What is happening? And everyone's and she, just like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, no, your bag, your bag. Yeah. But she just nonchalantly <clears throat> walks out of the bathroom like, oh, hey, this bathroom was nice. Thanks. And like pretended like that's the bathroom he directed her I to. I thought it was a good playoff. I thought I thought it was well done, Charlie. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And then she has to check the status, uh, the, uh, what? 
So the files that she's downloading aren't done yet. So in order to kill time, she's like, oh, but you know what I forgot to do? And then she finds one of Dick's big pens. And then she uses that to, like, write on his hand. And I bet you that pen would not write on on his hand at all. It wouldn't. It would not. so annoying. His hand would be all sweaty because he's all nervous. (laughs) Anyways. And he's like, we shouldn't be in here. Dick doesn't like people in his office. And she looks over and she's able to see that the download is complete. So she... Is able to grab her drive, her bag, and leave. Ta-da! But Dean is super stressed about all this. And they're off the phone now. He's just like, Sam's just like, she'll be fine or we'll go in. It is what it is. So we cut back to Charlie at her desk. Why? Where she plugs in the USB, which is stupid. Get the fuck out of the building, you dumb bitch. You've got a laptop. You can do this in the van. Yeah, it was a thumb drive. You just take that with you. It's a little, it's a little thing. Is that the heavy? Very you portable. Put it in your pocket. Very portable. It does yeah. not only Very magically portable. go to this computer. That is not how they work. Oh, uh, it's amazing. So she sits at her desk, plugs in the USB, takes a swig from the flask, and starts sending all and uploading all the files. It's also and how, how like, I work. Oh, you're a genius. Plug things in, take a swig from my flask, and then I just start. <laughs> Sending files, uploading files. Uh-huh. <sighs> but unfortunately, Pete's there in the office. Uh oh. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll have a full progress report in a few hours. But it also makes sense that she's there, right? She's got this on project. So I feel like she can get by this, right? So she's just like, well, I'm just going to, she's just like, fuck it. So she just goes back to the emails. Yeah. Because she's like, you know, they're she she's telling you know, Sam and Dean are like, What the fuck? She's like, well, I gotta keep up appearances is kind of the thing. You can't just bail in the middle of that. So, anyways, she's got the emails going and she's like, um, look, there's some we see D- Dick stopped digging. Sam and Dean realizes he must have found something if he stopped digging. And there's emails about suitcase and Saudi Arabia and private jets and then, then Paris and then Mr. Trump. And then JFK, <laughs> and then Downey Airport at eleven fifteen p.m. tonight. Yep. So that's convenient. And so, like, we're just Dean's like, all right. So I think I, we can make it there. I just need one more favor. And it cuts. It cuts, and we have Dick in the lobby in a tux on the phone with Levi. See how that one is? Levi at the airport. Yeah. Yes, Levi at the airport is. It's like, call as soon as the package is in hand. He's going to go to have a light He's going to eat these poor people who just got off a plane, and they're probably really tired. And, like, they're just having a day, and you're just going to eat them? You're such a dick. Yeah. And Charlie gets up from her cube, and now Dick's there. Yikes. Ew. And uh, we cut back to the airport. The plane is landing, and uh, Levi, the Levi has a suitcase. He gets in his SUV, and he leaves. Sam and Dean watch, standing next to their what appears to be a 1970 AMC Matador. Way to go, Matador! Olé! Mm-hmm. Olé! So, we kind of jump around a little bit here for a second. Now we've got Dick in his office with Courier Levi. And he says he's been waiting for a very long time. And they open the case... And it's a fucking borax bomb. So that's what Sam was doing. He wasn't making borax cocktails. He was making a borax bomb. Mm-hmm. And that's hot. So he, Sam, yes. you know, in Sam Winchester in a surveillance van making a, a weapon of destruction. Sorry. Of Levi destruction. That's just hot. All right. So then we're just like, well, we got to go back in time and explain things. So two hours earlier. Correct. I'm going to bitch here for a minute. Because, like, we had five hours earlier, and now we're doing it two hours earlier. That's fucking it's annoying. A, I get doing, it's like, a, time it's jump. A heist, it's just annoying. I think it's also kind of like a heist thing to be like, uh, this is, like, what I you missed. Like, so, I guess if we're running through, like, that theme, right? So, I, I get it. But it's I'm still, sorry. like, it's it's random, right? It's like, okay, so we're going right. back in two hours now. And we get mm-hmm. to find out that favorite. Yeah, so... She's used Dick's email to uh, make it so the look favor, like the, the package was The favor delayed. that Dean needed was more time. You're, right. I, yeah, I, you were going to say the punchline, but you didn't. I didn't. I dropped yeah. the ball. Okay. You want to try it again? The okay. Favor, Dean, so this Dean, is where yeah, you're, you're going to learn the favor. 
more time. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Here we go. So she sent an email saying that the package was delayed. Smart. And Smart. Then, then she's going to wipe the drive and she's going to get out. Okay. Simple solution. So you, you got an email. Sam and you're, Dean, not, you're not going to go. So that's cool. Sam and Dean get their airport worker costumes on and swap the bags. And we see that uh, Sam gets the actual case from the plane and they give a dummy one to the Leviathan. But I'm also very confused as to how anybody knew what bag was which. There's no labels on these. They're very nondescript. It's just really weird. Like, how did Leviathan know that was the bag he was supposed to how did, It was just how a, did like, they, with a bunch of how bags. How did they even know that when they were making the bag, that they were going to make a bag that looked anything approximately like they I did? Know. But whatever. Okay. So, they like, we have a case. We we magically knew what suitcase. Hermione told them what the suitcase was going to look like. Yeah. And then, so, in the, back in the office, Charlene, or, yeah, Charlene, Charlie's trying to leave, but Dick's there, and Pete's around but he kind of gets sent away because dick wants to know what charlie found on the drive so sam and dean are looking inside the case that they just stole back at the airport and it is a giant block of red clay wrapped in fabric is it the red dirt bandit (laughs) (sighs) i appreciate you brought that back around all right there we go uh, so Charlie's like, sure, I'll show you this drive. There's nothing about the company on it. Cause she already deleted that shit. That's right. And he's like, well, is anything about Sam and Dean Winchester? Mm, no, 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 no. And Bobby is there and really trying to hold it together. Cause he knows that if he loses his shit, he, Charlie could get hurt. But he's and so Dick- getting like, it's, it's not easy for him. And I'm getting worried. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, and Dick notices the temperature drop. Hmm. But he's asking her questions like, "Well, if I if a deleted item, uh, will a deleted item still be accessible?" She's like, "Not if it's deleted properly." Well, sir, but, you just go into the MFT. Never mind. <laughs> but he wants all everything sent to all the data on the file on the drive sent to him, and wants to know how she did it. He wants the thought process without the jargon. Because he just wants to listen to himself talk some more, and then he wants to try to hear from her about humanity, which he will never understand because he's a fucking Leviathan. He doesn't have okay. a, you know, he doesn't have a soul or whatever he does. He can't understand people, and she tries to explain her process of how she broke the unbreakable. Mm-hmm. And that's that nothing is unbreakable, and nothing is safe if you poke at it long enough. And I feel like every girl who's like ever walked down like past like you construction workers are just like I feel like we all know this in some way. Nothing is safe if it gets poked long enough. I don't know where I'm taking that joke. I was try- I tried. I tried. <laughs> I don't know either. We're gonna keep going from there. <laughs> Thank uh, you. So. Dick's got a call about a package in his office, so we'll take it there instead. <laughs> He's got to go check on his office package. Uh, there we go. And when he leaves, she makes a run I'm for sorry. it. I'm sorry. You said office package. I did. I'm so good. Oh, okay. Go on. Go on. So in the office, we've got the borax bomb going off. Victor, I think his name is that Leviathan that picked it up, is down and looking very injured. Dick is injured, but he manages to get to his landline phone because that's his first instinct. And says, nothing is safe, apparently, and instructs security to lock the building down. And oh no, Charlie gets locked inside. Yeah, that's not good. And we've got Dick and Pete coming down the elevator to get her. We've got... Bobby trying to use ghost power to protect him. What he does is shatters the glass of the front doors, which is tempered safety glass. So it doesn't fall. It just breaks into a ton of pieces. And stays oh, I think in he was freezing. Is what I kind of thought. Like, it looked like he was making uh, it really cold. I don't sense. know. That's what I thought he was doing. But That makes sense. Either way, he shattered it. So, and we've got Pete's running at Charlie and Bobby throws him but he throws him into Charlie and it kind of hurts her. It's kind of not cool. Not cool at all, Bobby. Not cool. You can't, you can't throw things in the civilian. Like that's not, yeah. Mm -mm. But 
Sam and Dean are able to somersault through the glass doors because they'll just shatter. Ta-da! And uh, she's yelling that, you know, pizza leviathan. Um, They're throwing borax. Sam's helping picks up Charlie to save her because she's injured. No, I'm sorry. Sam swoops her up in his strong, big arms. Correct. You are correct. He does. He does swoop her up. It was a, definitely uh, a swoop. And Dean Dick's all like, she's hanging with the wrong crowd. Because Dick just cannot not say something, do she? Um, and as Sam and Dean are trying to back out with Charlie, they're like, fuck it. We got her. We got the shit done. Let's get out of here. And Bobby is not ready to leave. He wants to go after Dick and he, <laughs> Bobby's going after Dick. Uh, he's sorry. I said it and I was like, God damn it. I said that and I can't, I can't not say it again. And it decks him. And I think that this is a weird thing. Like Dick knows that he wants to know what Bobby is. I don't think Dick really knows that it's a ghost. Do you? No, he I doesn't know. He's just like, that. basically this invisible thing is hitting me. That's all he knows. I'm cold and, and invisible. And he seems amused. He's like, Hey, let's do this. For like real monsters. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. I don't know. And then, yeah, we just kind of see him get decked a couple times. And that's it. Yeah. Bobby, you know, so he doesn't kill him, but he can't, I guess. And then we cut to them back in the, in El Matador. Olay. Yeah. And, and Charlie's like, why didn't you kill Dick? And he's, Sam's like, well, we can't yet, but we will. And she drops some knowledge on them. Really evil ones always need a special sword. It's true. It's true. It is true. But then she passes no. out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Bobby's next to her, but... And we cut to, we see Dick on the phone. He's mad uh, that Sam and Dean have it, whatever it is, which is obviously the red, the red dirt bandit. And so they, they have stolen the red dirt bandit and he is so mad that he can't even bib his flunky. No, he's just going to eat him. And he does. So we are now at the bus. Bus station. Yeah. Bus station. Station. I lost the word for a minute. Oh, I thought you just was curious. I was like, no, it's a bus station. Bus station. And, uh, the, it's the Cook County terminal. And Charlie is, has left the flask on the back seat. Says the bad, good luck charm. And she's got her arm sling on and she is going to get the fuck out of there. And they can repay her by never calling her again. Never contact me again. And, uh, but she does make it aside. She's like, this isn't the first time I've disappeared. You think my name is really Charlie Bradbury? Ah, okay. nerd stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so she leaves, um, and Sam and Dean are like, oh, she's kind of like the little sister I never wanted. And so. Well, I do now appreciate talking- like that, you know, that's how they look at her. Right. I mean, I know she's, you know, she, yeah. she, you know, also, you know, she's not on the same they don't bat for the same things, but at least like Dean wasn't like all douchey, right? Like neither of them right. were douchey about it. They just treated her like a person, which thank you for not objectifying Felicia Day. I guess, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Appreciate that. And, uh, and they talk a little bit about Bobby though, before they get back, because that, that was borderline vengeful spirit shit. Charlie got hurt because of Bobby's actions. And they, if he keeps going down that path, they won't be able to pull him back. Hmm. But for now, they need to focus on what the fucking red dirt bandit is. They have to. They have to pull the arm and figure out what it does. And then they can figure out Bobby. But I'm like, do you? Like, is this your priority? I don't know. Like, I think your priorities may be wrong. But do we have some casting couch? Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? We do, obviously, first and foremost, for our casting couch, we must address Charlie Bradbury, right? I think so. We can start off with her. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been had this. The shirt has been in my closet for for since we started, like we started this this podcast, and it's not even not this episode yet. So, spoiler alert: you may see her again. But you know, I have on. No, I have on. I, if I, mean, I, knew I that. have I on. Casting couch. And if you if you know you don't see this picture, uh, it is me, and it is a Felicia Day as a Hello Kitty, and then it says Hello Bitches. And she has a crown on. I'm not going to tell you why, but she does. Okay. Well, Charlie Bradbury, played by Felicia Day. Um, you may recognize her from episodes of shows like House, Dollhouse. She was uh, in Buffy, a regular character on Buffy. She was Penelope in Bring It On Again. Uh, Poppy in The Magicians. Uh, King of Forrester in Mystery Science Theater 3000 in their 2017 to 2020 series of that. And has done actually an incredibly large amount of voice and video game voice work yeah and she's also just a really big creative content producer uh all like the things that she's made you know i love all of her stuff i also love her dr horrible sing-along and just all to you know all of her her guild shit like everything she wrote for that was really good and i i guess i'm just pro felicia day shocking and yeah. nerd girl right i don't know yeah. it doesn't that doesn't that doesn't align at all <sighs> No, not at all. Uh, well, two other folks I just want to mention from the episode, and obviously I'm excited to meet Felicia Day, I'll say, as her character, because it is some one of the names and one of the people, if you're following the supernatural world at all, it is a name and, and a favorite that comes up frequently. So it's kind of cool finally to get to meet. Like, kind of like we have to meet. meet. <laughs> yeah, DJ Qualls. Yeah, so very cool to get the, to meet that character and, and get to enjoy that. Um, Pete, her boss, was played by David Stewart. He's been in episodes of shows like 21 Jump Street, X-Files, Fringe, Arrow, iZombie, and then he's done a lot of Hallmark movies, uh, had bit parts in Deck the Halls, Mission Impossible, Gross Protocol, things like that. So, And then our security guard, Bill, Bill. was was played by Michael Adamthwaite. Uh, he does a ton of anime voice work, actually. Uh, yeah, and he was uh, Burke in the movie Walking Tall. Um with with the rock and then um he had a bit part in the watchmen sucker punch and final destination five uh he is uh chet in twilight full moon and um he's he was in the movie he's eric in the movie horns with uh daniel radcliffe uh he had a role in uh war for planet of the apes episodes of fringe once upon a time von helsing and shadow and bone i wonder was he in true blood I didn't. See I don't know. Maybe it just maybe it's his character in Twilight that I'm thinking of too. But he reminds me of another another bald dude in, in True Blood. But maybe once like yeah. all these vampires just all these vampires look the same. <sighs> but yeah, so there we go. Very cool. Very cool. So what did you think? It was super fun. I was really, really, really glad to get some stuff tied up. Um, I think that that was really helpful in this episode because not only did they finally answer the, like, A, what is the, we got the Levi's What plan. are they doing here? We have, we have a shortened word for like, Levi's. Also, I love like, that we know that, but like, we talked about that for that minute and then it just kind of, what? Moved on. Moved on. Cool, cool, cool. We got, we solved the entire mystery that this last year has been based on and we're just going to move right on from it. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, but yeah, we've solved, we know what Leviathans are after. We don't have to call them Leviathans. We can call them Levi's. We have seen Bobby interact a little bit more. We met a cool character and we injured Dick. <laughs> we got to make a lot of dick jokes. Made a lot of dick jokes. And it was, I loved all the nerd references throughout. We didn't hit all of them, but that would have taken. Yeah. They actually days. list so them all on the Supernatural Wiki page for this if you want to go look. But I mean, then they have it broken down right. by, you know, obviously, but no, obviously, but by, by fandom, right? So all the, all the Potter references, although the, there's a ton of Star Wars references, some things that were obvious and some things that weren't. So, but yeah. So no, I thought it was, I thought it was a nice combination of a good lead up to the end of the season. Which is important because we better know what, like, what the fuck, what does the big bad want, right? What I mean, we didn't even know that want, really. Really, you know? Yeah. Now we finally know, and so, and except for we don't know what the stupid red block, red dirt bandit is. We don't know. Sorry. 
We don't know when they're coming back. I guess probably going out to that turnpike tubular again. You just never know. All right. So hopefully stay tuned for next week to find out the tales of the Red Turd Bandit. <laughs> or maybe what happens in Supernatural. I don't know. All right. Maybe. Cheers, jerk. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a Don't Get It production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.